Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed and I interview and ask questions from a specialist who's also the owner of a small business, just like us. If you're a business owner of a micro business, then I hope that this sparks your thinking, answers some questions that you may have, and that you get some tips on the subject that helps you move your business forwards. I do hope that you enjoy the podcast. I very much enjoyed recording it. Hello and welcome to this week's Boardroom Buddies podcast. Um, This week I'm delighted to uh, be having a podcast or recording a podcast at Scooch Coffee in Lode Street, Beaudley. And it's a wonderful setting, very dog friendly. So if you have a dog and you like to walk by the river and then come and have a coffee, it's a delightful place. We are undercover uh, because the sky looks very threatening at the moment. Um, but that's enough of that. You will hear um, children in the background and you will hear um, the odd clink of the coffee cup. And I have to say that we have tested the cinnamon swirls and they are amazing. So um, I'll go on with the podcast before I uh, over rave about the food and the drink. Um, this week, I'm delighted to have uh, Jane Brooke, who is the owner of the Worcester House of Colour franchise. So Jane is an award-winning um, stylist and consultant, and uh, I've known Jane for a number of years. And uh, so welcome, Jane. It's lovely to have you here. I'm, this week I've invited Jane because um, we have covered brand uh, for your business in the podcast, but I wanted to talk about personal brand which Jane has spoken many times, including on radio, about. Because quite often we spend a lot of money on, you know, graphic design for our logos and thinking about our brand and our content and all that kind of thing. And then we show up as somebody different. And that's precisely why I've asked Jane to come along and talk about personal branding and what that's about. So, well, Jane, thanks for coming. Thanks for inviting me, Jackie. It's great to be here and enjoying the gorgeous coffee and the cinnamon swirl, which was delicious. But you're right, yeah, people, when we start a business or when we're developing a business, we will concentrate on our marketing collateral, we'll get that logo right, we'll get the website right, we'll get all of those touch points, we get the tone of our social media right. But if actually they don't um, sort of correlate with how we project ourselves personally, then it can all fall apart at the last hurdle because people buy people. It's a cliche, and cliches, cliches because they're true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I've noticed that because when I think when we first met, I was working very much in a corporate space, so my wardrobe was very much, you know, the dress and jacket, trousers and jacket, that that kind of dress. And then over the years, I've evolved the business so that now I run the Baldwin Buddies Mastermind. And I think also with COVID, of course, we've all become a little bit more informal. Yeah, we have. So although I wear a jacket, mm-hmm. I might wear some trousers or, you know, a more casual dress. Yes. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'd, I'd been, I'd, I'd got a uh, quite expensive uh, dress that I'd been saving to slim into. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> from, from work, you know, from the corporate 
environment when I used to wear it. And I put it on a, a month or so ago, and I hated it when I put it on. <laughs> Yeah, because you've evolved. Yes. Brands evolve and, and people evolve. If you look at something like a, a brand we all know, well, two brands we all know, if you look at Coke, Coca-Cola mm. and McDonald's, their brands evolve very, very subtly. Mm. And yeah. so do our personal brands. Mm -hmm. So the people we were, we're just, we're not, we're not different people. We haven't reinvented ourselves, but we've moved forward. New invent, new um, sort of um, technology has come in, and we're reflecting that through our clothes. The fact that we mm. are moving with the times yeah. as well. So yeah. that's why I, I like to keep an eye on the trends in clothing because if the subconscious message is that you're you're looking dated in the way you look, then you probably are a more dated thinker than someone who is keeping up to date with trends. Mm. You're, you're right. Uh, dress codes within business have changed incredibly since covid mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of a lot more working from home we've gone into a much more casual way of mm. dressing yeah i do think that we'll end up going full circle it won't be in the next few years but we'll end up going more formal again because right. dress codes are sort of cyclical things move okay. through these cycles so we will probably see that but however elevated or relaxed your dress code is it still needs to reflect who you are as a person and I sort of work with you so that you can make yourself look more professional, maybe through the use of a jacket, maybe through the use of your accessories, mm -hmm. things like yeah. that, things that people often forget are giving off messages about them. Yes. Or that you can make yourself more approachable, more relaxed. Your clothes yeah. are far more powerful than most people give them credit for. Yes, yes. And, and since I've worked with you and had my colours and my style done, I've noticed that there is more attention when I'm speaking. Yeah, it's interesting, which, isn't it? Which is interesting, yeah. Mm. So I think it does matter. Um, not that I've never thought that the way that you dressed for your work didn't matter because no. I've always been like that. I've got a, that sort of style, yeah. naturally. But it, it is interesting that... And, and particularly as a woman, and being quite a small woman as well, I'm, you know, generally when we're networking, I'm always looking up at other people because I'm only five foot at a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I think, as a woman, my voice is softer, my tone isn't as direct, and people will may hear me but not listen. Yes, yeah. So you need to find some way of grabbing people's attention. Yes. Especially yeah. if you ask, if, if you're a speaker at an event, mm. you've only got seconds to get people to yeah. understand whether you're credible or not. So mm. the way that you present yourself is sort of crucial in, in networking, in speaking, in business generally, really. And it's something that we've, we've got control over. Mm. So a lot of yes. our lives we don't have control over. Mm. But actually, the way that you present yourself, you do. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking to people about just make a conscious decision. If you if you don't want to find out the colours and style, why wouldn't you? But if you don't want to sort of work with me, then at least make a conscious decision about how you want to be perceived. If you want to be perceived as someone who's professional, well put together, a safe pair of hands, then turning up looking slightly dishevelled with your shirt untucked and your jacket all a little bit grubby and your briefcase with holes in it and looking really bashed around, the two aren't matching. Mm, and when yeah. the visual doesn't match with the spoken word or the written word, we tend to believe the visual 
more than the others. Yes, yes, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. 70% of the brain's processing is focused around visual processing. So, yeah, I get that. And then also, colour hits the brain faster than anything else. So if you're in a networking arena, if you're wearing some colour, you will suddenly become more visible, which then gives the impression that whether you have or not, you're more confident and better able to do the job and you will become more memorable. Mm. So we all know when we've been networking, someone says, can you, uh, can anyone recommend an accountant? You've got sort of three people maximum that come into your head. Well, making yourself one of those three that comes into people's head just by what you wear is, is really powerful. Mm. Yeah. You can really influence and have an impact by using your clothes in mm. a, a, a sort of, um, a, just a more conscious way. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you think that's more difficult for men? I actually think, now this is, this. I do have quite a lot of male clients. Yes, you know. actually, yes, I um, remember, yeah. And I, 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 I work quite extensively with, uh, you know, down from sort of 16 upwards, I've got some quite young male clients, 10 to say 21, uh, I've got quite a few coming out of uni, all the way up to retirement age. Actually, I think it's more powerful for men to just wear a colour. So going, because networking mm. can be a lot of grey men with grey hair and grey suits. Yeah. So if you are a man that's got you know, maybe a, a, a bright navy jacket or um, a different colour shirt or something like that, or there's yeah. something that gives you that little bit of a hook for people to remember, then instantly, I actually think it's it's easier for men to raise their visibility using what they wear than women, because women do have, we have so much choice mm. that we can make yes. ourselves stand out a little bit more. Whereas men, it does tend to be, or we'll just play it safe and blend. Mm. So one man standing out, being that, being almost like a peacock, mm. will make himself more visible within a networking yeah. arena. Yeah. So it's not just down to a coloured tie then. No, no, it's the whole, it's the whole sort of congruence of it, and it's also not down to wearing a, a wacky tie or a, you know crazy socks or shoes. If that's not who you are and that's not mm. what you want to represent then people smell at a mile off that it's incongruence. So it's about being authentic in what you wear. So if you are more laid back and more restrained, then maybe you're not going to want to be buttoned up in a suit. You're going to have to want to have something a bit more casual in there. So it's, it's working with individuals. We are all individuals. Mm. And I think the yeah. power of your clothes is it's a fast track to looking at someone and thinking, great, my kind of person, or do you know what? I'm going to steer clear of them because I know that I'm not going to have anything in common with them and working relationship is going to be a bit more difficult than working with that person there. Right. So it's a way of almost niching without even saying a word. Mm, interesting, yeah, I hadn't thought of it like that. Yeah, <laughs> niching. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so where do you start with someone who, you know, if, if they've, they've got their business, uh, they've got all their branding sorted out for their business, but they're not matching, they're not... I think you used a word earlier, congruent, which yeah. is a great word. It's not. Mm. There's not know. that flow through, is there? It is difficult because often the, the branding will have looked at people's values and the business values, and then it's looking at the individual. So I always start a consultation by talking to people and seeing who they are. That's the most important thing. Who are you? What are your values? Yeah. What do you want? To, what do you want to achieve from this process? Mm-hmm. And then we take all of the other, all of the other data, if you like, into into account, such as what is your skin tone? So what colours are going to make you look more trustworthy? Which are going to make you look a little bit dodgy or ill? 
and then we also look at your body architecture and say well okay yeah this is going to hang better on your skeleton rather than this so we're looking at that we're looking at what your lifestyle is but at the root of it is your personality and then it's aligning that with your business brand and making sure that the whole thing so you may need to end up tweaking your business brand just so that it is in line so that everything mm. is every touch point you have with someone gives off the same messages that's interesting mm -hmm. i wonder if you should have your personal style done first <laughs> i think it's beneficial i've got a number of clients who grieve Who've, who've not rebranded, but have moved their brands. So mm. there's a number who've moved into, um, right from early days actually, they've moved the colours of their brand into colours that actually suit them. And it's not actually colours to be fair, it's about the tones. So if your, if your brand was blue and pink, then there's different shades of blue, there's different shades of pink. So it's just moving them slightly so that they are more sympathetic, so everything works together. Or it's mm. taking that conscious decision. Some people have much more we would call it a, a more drama and they like to clash so it's about right well that's this that's this it's sort of about provoking interest so it's just making all of those decisions i keep saying it making them conscious decisions right mm. okay let's look at this how's it working with this how mm. do i flow into that if this is all about branding and then i turn up and look completely different yeah. then it's all going to start falling apart yeah so, Gonna blow away. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting under a, um, a, an awning um, and it's waving about quite a lot in the <laughs> <laughs> You could wake up in Kansas, couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hang on to one and I'll hang on to the other. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, that, that's really interesting. What about when someone is quite a sort of a classic corporate style? Mm -hmm and they're finding it hard to become more relaxed in their dress? Then it's, it's taking it slowly. If, if they are very classic and corporate, and that is their personality, then they probably need to stay quite, mm. quite along those lines. It's not about saying, well, you know, you need to be this quirky person. It's about saying, well, actually, this is who you are, and you will work in this way, because that's the other message we're giving off through our clothes is, this is how our minds work. Clothes are furniture of the mind. They're a visual representation of the furniture of your mind. So, <laughs> it's a great quote by somebody that I used to use in a lot of my presentations. Um, but it's so true. It's it's if you're if you're dealing with someone like I mentioned earlier, a graphic designer, we want a bit more creativity. So we yeah. expect to see a bit more creativity in their clothes. Whereas somebody who is more of a classic style may well be working in finance or mm. law in which case we want their mind to be quite ordered and quite structured. So representing that structure through um, a suit or mm. something, more structured clothing, yeah. will actually give the impression that they are quite organized. Mm. We don't necessarily want to see them looking all chaotic. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's working with who you are, right. not trying to change that. Everyone is valid. It's not about putting my personality onto a person. It's about drawing that person out. Because even though I'm quite a, a large, a larger than life character, I'm very good at <laughs> you are. drilling down to who people are and um, sussing out how we then represent that through their mm. clothes so that they feel authentic. Mm. And it's, it's also, and having worked with you for a long time, you understand this, it's also progression. Mm, We're not yes. expecting to get you there straight away. 
I'm there. I keep working with you and saying, well, let's just tweak this a little bit. Let's tweak this a little bit. Mm. It's that going yeah. from your comfort zone to your stretch zone, not into your panic zone and going, I can't do this. Mm. It's yeah. just elevating you slightly, keeping you moving forwards. So suddenly you look back and think, how did that happen? Oh, yeah. Well, and also when I look back at old photographs, I think, oh, who was that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do. You should see the old photographs of me. <laughs> Definitely. That. Even during the time I've been doing this, my brand has evolved and evolved. Yes, and I keep yes. sort of keep changing it. I constantly reevaluate how I want to be perceived and where I am now and mm. what kind of what. Because a lot of the time, although it's all about you, it's also about who you want to appeal to. Mm. So making that a, a, rep, a visual representation yeah. um, of your marketing as well, so that you will appeal to a certain certain kind yes, of person. Yes. Yeah. So constantly constantly evaluating yeah. what you're putting out there all the time yeah. and i'd definitely say to look at your style and color before you have your business photographs done oh gosh yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it does make a difference just yeah. that bit of color uh, and yeah. it gives you the confidence as well that's what i find yeah it's also that bit of confidence it, it, what one of the things that i love about this is it doesn't take it away completely but when you know what suits you you're like right well I'm dressed I can concentrate on what yes, that I'm is projecting true. Yes. rather than thinking oh gosh I feel inappropriately mm. dressed or I don't feel right or yeah. I don't know if this is okay mm. you're like well I'm dressed I can concentrate on you yeah so it takes pressure away yeah I, I think over the years um, I'm not particularly related to having my colours and, and style done but I realised a long time ago if I'm ready properly in the morning that's it then I haven't then got to think about oh you know do I look all right in this or yeah. is my face still on and all those kinds of things. So Those decisions are made. We only have so many decisions. Mm. So if you think of someone like Barack Obama or even Mark Zuckerberg, or they've already designed how they're going to look. So Barack Obama has a number of suits, but very much the same suits yes. that he wears. So he doesn't have to decide what to wear every day. Mm. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't because that decision is made. So his mind is then free to make other decisions mm. whereas if your mind is like oh shall I wear this or shall I wear this or shall I wear this or oh I'll just wear oh, no, this oh now I don't say I don't ever do that <laughs> 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 that's my morning ritual <laughs> but it's a lot easier now. it's a lot easier now. oh yeah yeah because I'm you know because the, pretty much everything goes with everything so yeah, I can um, mix and match type of thing but Are then there's can... too much choice <laughs> <laughs> yes how many outfits how many things can I put together and that's one thing I did want to, to say actually it's it's not about having lots and lots of clothes. No. It's about having the no. right clothes. And especially especially in business, studies have shown there is a, direct, um, a professor of fashion psychology um, at a university called Karen, Dr. Karen Pine, and she's done a number of studies, and we can spot very quickly whether clothing is of a higher level or whether it's it's cheap just by looking at people first impressions there's, there's huge amounts of um, research done about first impressions and what we're assessing is success trustworthiness professionalism all of those kinds of things within seconds and so much of that is to do with how you're dressed Mm. And if you're going to relax your dress coat down, so say you are going to go more casual, maybe with just a shirt and, and even jeans, you need to up the quality of your clothes because the more casual your dress coat, the better quality you need to keep it at a level that denotes that mm. you have got the professionalism in your work. 
Mm. So it's 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 fascinating. I find the whole psychology of clothes mm, yes, absolutely yeah. fascinating. Yeah. I'm now feeling self-conscious about my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> you look great in your jeans, Jackie. Because <laughs> I don't think they're the higher end of the market. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So uh, I had to ask, I have to ask now. Obviously, because of COVID, most people who were in business have suddenly jumped onto Zoom. Yes. And because we were having business meetings at home, our dress code has uh, plummeted somewhat. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I know of many people who would have, you know, tracky bottoms on the bottom and a shirt on the top. And I'm, I'm just wondering what you think about the Zoom dress. <laughs> well, <laughs> or, I'm or Teams, if you I'm use very, the other. Yeah, no, I or like Google. Oh, yeah, all of them. I mean, do you know, my dress code is very is, is quite relaxed anyway, so I totally get that. Mm. And you are absolutely fine in that, as long as you don't have an emergency. So if you're <laughs> on a professional call, like one of my clients did have this, she was on a professional call with one of her clients, and her cat came in and she had to get up, and she just got a pair of shorts on with her professional top. So straight away, you're starting. <laughs> Maybe, it, and again, it depends on the, the area of work you're in. You you can laugh it off. You can say, oh, well, look, this is an example. I've not watched it. Mm. So you can sort of style it out to a certain extent. But it is being conscious of that, that that can happen if it is important. <laughs> Just make sure the details are done. <laughs> but Zoom has been, a, has, been, has been great for me from a business perspective mm. because I can work. I've got a lot of clients around the country, around the world, actually. So I can just sort of zoom into their wardrobe. Yes. Also, it's been quite good in doing sort of tutorials on how to be visible on Zoom. So, for instance, with you, with your glasses, yes. that makes it. And for women, mm. oh, and men, whoever wants to, wearing some degree of makeup, lipstick will light your face. You've only got a very small, we know we've only got a very small mm. square to denote the authority and get our communication zone sort of visible. So being able to use colour and being able to use the style and being knowing the language of clothes, which we haven't talked about because there is a sort of language of clothes going on under the surface. When you know all of that, you suddenly become the person whose little square is drawing everybody's eye because you've got it sort of sussed, you've sorted your background, you've sorted who you are, and you become the one that's visible on that sort of Muppet Show screen. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it is, um, yeah, it's, it's very powerful, both online and in person. So what's this language of clothes then? What's this about? Back years and years ago, so it was the 13th, 14th century, the king had the Lord of the Sumptuaries who dressed him. And in those days, you could be fined if you were wearing clothes that were inappropriate to your rank. So we don't necessarily find people now in monetary terms, but we may well find them in other ways. They don't get the contract, they don't get the job. Something is wrong with, we look at someone and think there's something off about you. We don't know what it is. We can't put our finger on it because not everybody knows the sort of language of clothes. So there's, there's a whole sort of subsection of where we're making these almost gut decisions and we don't know why. So once you can harness all of that, together we're thinking about how we denote rank within the military you know, with things like mm. lapels, yeah. things like rank stripes, all of those kinds of things can translate into what we wear and how we present ourselves, then straight away we become more credible. So knowing the language of clothes is quite a powerful um, tool, again, in our, in our toolbox. And also, not just clothes, thinking about you've got a lovely bag there, and from what I can see, because it's sort of slightly open, it looks quite organised, mm. so which I would expect. Um, but if you if your bag is 
if you're trying to give up, say you're going for a pitch and you're saying, right, I'm going to be really, really professional here, and, and then you, you go in and somebody asks you to get a piece of paper out and you can't find that piece of paper, or you get out, you know, you've got a dog, you get out 20 poo bags and snacks and stuff like this, or your children's sweets, you're sort of diminishing it. It might give you a talking point because somebody else might go, oh, you know what? I've, I've had that same problem myself. But it's about being aware of these messages you're sending. What's your phone ringtone? What's that message it's giving off about you? What's your phone case? All of these things, people are, they actually don't realise they're doing it, but we're, we're picking up all of these little clues as to whether, uh, as to whether someone's that kind of person. I'm right, okay. Yes. Well, I'm going home to change my phone, phone ringtone now. <laughs> Oh, Jane, that's been really, really interesting. Thank you for that. Um, Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining me. And that's today's podcast. And thank you for listening. Look forward to communicating with you more on the podcast. And uh, please get in touch if you'd like to. Jane, how do we get in touch with you? Probably email's the best. Jane.brook or I'm on social media, Jane Brooks Style on Instagram and Facebook. So look me up, connect with me. I will be using LinkedIn more. We have been discussing that this morning and <laughs> yeah. I've let LinkedIn sink us off the radar a little bit, but that is coming back. So yeah, just get in touch. Join my join my regular newsletter. Lots of tips come out. Yes, there are. There are. Yeah. There's always something to learn in, in the uh, information <laughs> that you send out. It's lovely. Thank you. Thanks, You're Jane. Welcome. Thank you. I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.